Good afternoon to those who are in Christ and good afternoon to those who are not in Christ. I want all of those who are in Christ to pray for our brothers and sisters in Haiti. 17 of them have been kidnapped with their families. Um, Christian missionaries from America who have been kidnapped by an armed gang. And I want all of you to pray. Pray for their safe return back to their country. To pray for their safety and to pray that the Lord will have his way in that country. If they're, if they're sacrificed as Christians, that their deaths are to happen, that it will glorify our Lord, that it will glorify Jesus in that country. That this is the path of a Christian, that we are to give our lives to the Lord. When we come to the Lord and we give our lives for his glory, that's even our physical lives as much as our spiritual lives. And I want everyone to come together and pray sincerely for these families and these missionaries out there with their families to pray that the father will keep them safe that he will be glorified and if it is in his will for them to go home they are fortunate because it's the first desire of any christian to be with our lord right now that should be your first desire so i want everyone to pray and i'm going to pray now and when i get, when you get off of this podcast i want you all guys to pass this around and pray for these people in Haiti for a safe return and for Jesus to be glorified. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, I pray for these people, Lord, these Christian missionaries, Lord, that have gone out to proclaim the gospel of truth, the only truth in the world, that Jesus, you are the way, the truth, the life, and no one out there comes to the Father except through you, Jesus. Not Allah, not Buddha, not Hindu. There's only one Lord, one faith, one God, Ephesians 4, 5. I pray in Jesus' name, the Lord, you be glorified. That you, Father, are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And your will, Father, over those in Haiti, Father. I pray for them families right now, Lord, for protection over that family, Lord. I pray that, Lord, you convict the hearts of these kidnappers that what they've done is wrong. That they serve a true living God. I pray that these kidnappers will get on their knees and repent of their sins, that there's a revival in that country. Even though there's no revival in the UK or America, Lord, I pray for a revival over there, Lord, with these people, Father. I pray that these people will turn from their sin, repent, and see these Christian missionaries of people that do not fear death. Because Christians do not fear death. People who are born again do not fear death and they will see that in their eyes and they will happily go to their deaths to honor the lord and i pray that they will pray for these people i pray that lord jesus that you will be glorified i pray in jesus name father that you and your word will be proclaimed to the world as you are the true living god i pray lord in jesus name that your will be done in every situation in jesus name father amen god bless you all bye-bye Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. Something I want to add just quickly when I was sitting here meditating on the Lord about this kidnapping kidnapping in Haiti with the 17 Christian missionaries and so on. <clears throat> Excuse me. If they are real Christians and are born again of water and spirit, you will have no fear. They will have no fear of the situation they're in. Why? Because they have full faith in Jesus. That he is in charge of their lives. He is the king in their lives. And he is the father of us. Right? So if I was kidnapped, I would know for a fact I'm in safe hands because the Lord is in charge. 
the miracles that I've heard in the past from people. I mean, one chap somewhere in South America was locked up in a prison. And the circumstances was the next minute that all the cell doors were open. He walked out of the prison and jumped in a taxi. Now, some of you might think, well, that's hard to believe. That's fine. But you don't have any faith. God can do anything. And if you are a Christian, and if you are, I quote, born again Christian, because that's what you have to be to be a Christian, to follow Jesus. You will know the faith that you have. You have the faith and you know that God loves you and will keep you safe. So I saw this as this morning as a test in a sense. They've been kidnapped by the enemy. The enemy have, have got many demons within these kidnappers, wicked people. And I prayed yesterday for them and I meant it with all my heart and I really hope God keeps them safe. However, if it's his will that they die or they, they leave this earth and die and go to be with him, then so be it. But that should be the heart of every Christian. First, you have faith in Jesus that he's died for you on the cross, that he's with you, that he loves you, and you do not fear death. Trust me, I do not fear death. If anything happened to me, I'll be really happy because I'll be going home with my Lord. And that's the attitude that every Christian should have. Because if you are a Christian, that will be naturally ingrained in you. Jesus died on the cross rose from the dead when he rose from the dead he was conquering death that means those who in him will have eternal life this is what he says for those who believe in the son of god will have eternal life john three sixteen. for those who believe in the son of god will have eternal life so that means basically that whatever happens to your body is irrelevant we're all getting older. We're all getting sicker. Why? Because of the fall in Genesis. Because of the fall, that's why we went from um, immortality to mortality. Right? This is why, you know, as you get older, you get sicker. You've got less growth hormone. You're getting sicker. You're getting older. You're getting wrinklier. You're getting more fearful. Your brain stops functioning with Alzheimer's and all these diseases because of the fall. You're corrupted. Now, as a Christian, born again, your body might be corrupted and getting old, but your spirit isn't, and it's getting renewed and be getting better and better and better if you're following the Lord. And I can see this being a test that they were there to help people. But the question is, were they real Christians? Are they actually following the Lord? They may be proclaiming the Lord. The amount of stuff that you could read in the New Testament about, I've just read in Luke 9 just now about a man that at the end of Luke 9 that was one of the apostles said to Jesus, um, this man is casting out demons, but he's not with us. Should we go and rebuke him? And Jesus said, no, that he's not against us. He's on our side. So even though that these people may be proclaiming Jesus, right? are they really following Jesus? Because going out there to help, help people and to help orphanages and help the sick and this and that, that being cast as works. God doesn't want your works. He wants genuine repentance. So this could actually bring those within the, um, the families who were taken to genuine repentance don't think for one second just because you wear a tag that you're going to heaven where does it say that in scripture because it doesn't and the catholic church believes that most religions believe that all religions believe that they believe that your works are going to save you no they're not your works are rewards in heaven genuine repentance through baptism of water and spirit is essential jesus said this in john 3 5 you do what jesus tells you to do and these brothers and sisters of mine out there i've prayed for them I've asked a lot of people to pray for them. And I know in my spirit they're going to be fine. Either in this part of the world, where we are now in the flesh, or with our Lord in heaven. Now people say, oh, about them poor children. Listen, children go straight to heaven. It's adults that get judged. 
Now there is the age of accountability and that could be the age of six, seven, eight years old. It depends on the child and God is the only judge, right? But little children, right, little like two, three, four, five-year-olds, they go to heaven. We are the adults that get judged. And if you're not right with Jesus, you go to hell. So you can wear as many tag badges as you want. You can wear as many badges as you want and proclaim the Lord's name and I love you, Lord, and you're living in sin, you'll go to hell. Simple as that. No Christian lives in sin. No Christian commits sin. Sorry. No Christian lives in sin. Committing sin and living in sin are two different things. We live in the old body. We make mistakes. We turn to Jesus, repent, we move on. But if you're deliberately living in sin, right, literally walking after it, you're not a Christian. I'm going to touch on this in another podcast. But I just wanted a word of encouragement. that These people will be fine if they're following the Lord. And they are born again and they literally are God's children. They have nothing to worry about. He is in charge. And that applies to me and all of you out there. If you belong to him, you have nothing to worry about. I have 100% faith in my life. Everything is provided for. My roof over my head, my food in my stomach, my clothes on my back. People ask me, where do you get your funding from? That's none of your business, but trust me, the Lord provides it. Right? That's the faith I have. No matter where I am in the world, whatever situation I'm in, he's got my back. That's the faith I have in him. No matter what happens, he's going to take care of me, 100%. And if it's his will that I go home, trust me, I want that right now, I'll be going home. And that should be the attitude of every Christian. We Christians are different from those in the world. Why? Because we don't fear death. We have complete faith in God. We're provided before by the Most High, right? We are a separate kingdom, and that is the fruit of someone walking after Christ. It's just completely different than anyone else. You look at most Catholic people. They're literally the same as those people lost in the world. They're just religious people claiming to love Jesus. They don't love Jesus. They love themselves. It's sad. They, ha they don't have... I have something they'll never have unless they repent and become born again. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Just a thought for you to remember, why would God do this? Because sometimes God puts us, in, us into testing situations. There's tons of testimonies in the New Testament about that around the world. God will literally deliberately put you into harm's way to test your faith and to see which way you turn. I've just read at the end of uh, Luke 9 um, also about the guy that's sowing the seed. He's plowing the ground. So this is a Christian plowing the ground. And he who keeps turning around is not fit for the kingdom of God. Hang on, I'll get this scripture. So it's Luke 9, verse 62. Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plough and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. So the plough can be your ministry and you're ploughing the ground and then someone else is sowing the seed, right? But you keep looking back. So in other words, you're you're part of God's you're God's God's family, but you keep looking back at your old life and you miss it. Well then God says, Well, go back to your old life then. Don't be wasting my time and other people's time. Go back to your life and you'll be lost. Simple as that. Never once do you hear Jesus making compromises and never once do you hear him begging anyone to come back. He says, if you want to go, off you go. Simple as that. And that's what I love about him. And people hate it because he's so direct and I love it. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. There's something for you to think about. Um, and prayers for these people are essential, but I've already been told in the spirit they're going to be fine. Now you might be thinking, what does he mean by that? Well, you're going to find out. God bless you all. I want to pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus over this message, Father, that people pray for this families, Lord, out in Haiti, that, Lord, the enemy thinks he's won, he's already lost, Lord. 
I pray in Jesus' name for these families, for your protection, angelical protection, Lord, for these families in this situation, Lord, because it's already been known that these uh, kidnappers are very violent, very aggressive kidnappers, gangs. I pray in Jesus' name, safe safety for the women and the children and the men, Lord, out there. That, Father, if it's your will, Lord, that these children and men and women are to go home to be with you now and to be murdered, so be it. If not, Lord, I pray for the safe return back to America. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. God bless you all. Bye. Morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. The last segment, which was basically from yesterday's prayers for these missionaries in Haiti, at the end it just cut off. I don't know what's going on. I think it's my phone. I do apologise. All I was going to say was, I was just going to say, for us to stay in faith, have faith, 100% faith in God. Um, that's what faith is. Just trusting in Jesus, that he will take care of them over in Haiti. Our prayers are going to help. Our prayers are going to make things work. If you want to fast, fast as well for these people. But I tell you this straight, if they are real Christians, they will know that they are safe and they're going to go home if they die. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to pray now for these people. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that, Lord, you take care of them. You take care of all of us, Father, because we are your children and you love us. That you, Jesus, died on that cross. You suffered for those who believe in you. John 3.16 will have eternal life. That you were buried and you rose again, conquering death. That we don't experience death, Father. Christians do not, real Christians do not experience death. But we'll have eternal life with you. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, whatever your will is on this situation, Father, in Haiti, you will take care of, Father. That's my faith in you. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all.